Afternoon Tea by Robert W. Service. Read for LibriVox.org by Peter Yearsley. As I was saying, no, thank you, I never take cream with my tea. Cows weren't allowed in the trenches. Got out of the habit, you see. As I was saying, our colonel leapt up like a youngster of ten. Come on, lads, he shouts, and we'll show em. And he sprang to the head of the men. Then some bally thing seemed to trip him, and he fell on his face with a slam. Oh, he died like a true British soldier, and the last word he uttered was, Damn! And hang it, I loved the old fellow, and something just burst in my brain, and I cared no more for the bullets than I would for a shower of rain. "'Twas an awfully funny sensation. "'I say, this is jolly nice tea. "'I felt as if something had broken. "'By gad, I was suddenly free, "'free for a glorified moment beyond regulations and laws, "'free just to wallow in slaughter, "'as the chap of the Stone Age was. "'So on I went, joyously nursing a berserker rage of my own, "'and though all my chaps were behind me, "'feeling most frightfully alone.' with the bullets and shells ding-donging, and the crock and the swish of the shrap, and I found myself humming Ben Bolt. Will you pass me the sugar, old chap? Two lumps, please. What was I saying? Oh, yes, the jolly old dash. We simply ripped through the barrage, and on with a roar and a crash. My fellows, old Nick, couldn't stop em. On, on they went with a yell, till they tripped on the Bosch's sandbags. Nothing much left to tell a trench so tattered and battered that even a rat couldn't live some corpses tangled and mangled wire you could pass through a sieve the jolly old guns had bilked us cheated us out of our show and my fellows were simply yearning for a red mix-up with the foe so i shouted to them to follow and on we went roaring again battle-tuned and exultant on in the leaden rain then all at once a machine-gun barks from a bit of a bank and our major roars in a fury, we've got to take it on flank. He was running like fire to lead us, when down like a stone he comes, as full of typewriter bullets as a pudding is full of plums. So I took his job, and we got em. By gad, we got em like rats. Down in a deep shell crater we fought like Kilkenny cats. Twas pleasant just for a moment to be sheltered and out of range, with someone you saw to go for. It made an agreeable change, and the Boches that missed my bullets, my chap gave a bayonet jolt, and all the time I remember I whistled and hummed Ben Bolt. Well, that little job was over, so hell for leather we ran, on to the second-line trenches. That's where the fun began, for though we had strafed them like fury, there still were some Boches about, and my fellows, teeth set and eyes glaring, like terriers routed them out. Then I stumbled on one of their dugouts, and I shouted, "'Is anyone there?' And a voice, "'Yes, one, but I'm wounded,' came faint up the narrow stair. And my man was descending before me, when sudden, a cry, a shot. "'I say, this cake is delicious. You make it yourself, do you not?' "'My man? Oh, they killed the poor devil, for if there was one, there was ten. So after I'd bombed em sufficient, I went down at the head of my men, and four tried to sneak from a bunk-hole. But we cornered the rotters all right. I'd rather not go into details. Twas messy, that bit of the fight. But all of it's beastly messy. Let's talk of pleasanter things. The skirts that the girls are wearing, ridiculous fluffy things, so short that they show— Oh, hang it! Well, if I must, I must— we cleaned out the second trench line, 
bomb and bayonet thrust and on we went to the third one quite calloused to crumping by now and some of our fellows who'd passed us were making a deuce of a row and my chaps well i just couldn't hold them it's strange how it is with gore in some ways it's just like whisky if you taste it you must have more their eyes were like beacons of battle by gad sir they couldn't be calmed so i headed em bang for the bomb belt racing like billy be damned oh it didn't take long to arrive there those who arrived at all the machine-guns were certainly chronic the shindig enough to appall oh yes i omitted to tell you i'd wounds on the chest and the head and my shirt was torn to a gun-rag and my face blood gummy and red i'm thinking i looked like a madman i fancy i felt one too half naked and swinging a rifle god what a glorious do as i sit here in old piccadilly sipping my afternoon tea i see a blind bullet-chipped devil and it's hard to believe that it's me i see a wild war-damaged demon smashing out left and right and humming ben bolt rather loudly and hugely enjoying the fight and as for my men may god bless em i've loved em ever since then they fought like the shining angels they're the pick of the land my men and the trench was a reeking shambles not a boche to be seen alive so i thought but on rounding a traverse i came on a covey of five and four of em threw up their flippers but the fifth chap a sergeant was game and though i'd a bomb and revolver he came at me just the same a sporty thing that i tell you i just couldn't blow him to hell so i swung to the point of his jawbone and down like a ninepin he fell and then when i'd brought him to reason he wasn't half bad that hun he bandaged my head and my short rib as well as the doc could have done so back i went with my boshes as gay as a two-year-old colt and it suddenly struck me as rummy i still was a humming ben bolt and now by jove how i've bored you you've just let me babble away let's talk of the things that matter your car or the newest play end of poem this recording is in the public domain